Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. And we are off and running on a Friday evening. Those Friday feels, Jeff Parles. And we got ourselves a basketball game coming up momentarily with the Phoenix Suns looking to take a 3-0 lead at the Denver Nuggets. Under five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, the Philadelphia 76ers, a 13-point lead over the Atlanta Hawks. And we've got no hockey tonight. Because everything's wrapped up. We will start the semifinals on Sunday. Jeff, Philadelphia taking care of business. Did you end up playing that money line parlay? I did not because I got scared off the Nuggets side of things. So I just took the Sixers on their own. So far, so good. And, uh, Tim, it's becoming a little more apparent as this series goes along that we all might have jumped the gun on Atlanta's chances based off of just three good quarters in game number one, Philadelphia has been pretty clearly the better team in this game so far. So uh, a, a, a good performance so far, even though I will say Joel Embiid is kind of uh, kind of uh, taking a few more spills than I would have liked to have seen. And, I, and you're pondering something, and I think I know what you're pondering because you were not one of the people who were overly excited by three good quarters from Atlanta. Yeah, in who game jumped one. the gun on this set? Because yeah. that... I was I no, was you, thrilled you, by that game one result. That was a buy low opportunity yeah, on the no, Philadelphia 76ers. You you and JVT got it right, but there were a lot, <laughs> look, there were a lot of a lot of people tonight. A lot, oh, of, a lot of smart uh, people tonight that were on Atlanta. Uh, get, I, I, I did one not, and a half. I did not play tonight. Uh, I did not play Atlanta or Philadelphia tonight. Uh, I stayed off the game once again. Got the series at minus 130. Felt great about it. Loved the adjustments that they made. Danny Green, by the way, goes out with an injury. He's in a walking boot, so something to keep an eye on. But uh, I won't say that he's irrelevant to the Philadelphia 76ers, but 
the, a big reason why they lost game one was Doc Rivers thought that Danny Green could stop Trey Young, and that was not a uh, correct assessment of the uh, situation. Trey Young tonight, by the way, has 23 points uh, and is 7 for 15 from the field. And then you look at Joel Embiid, 22 points. Ben Simmons, 15 and 7. It's been spread out. How about Dwight Howard coming off the bench with 12 points? But this has been really... A uh, an impressive performance and another big third quarter for the Philadelphia 76ers, outscoring Atlanta by 15 in that third quarter, and right now on their way to taking a 2-1 series lead over the Atlanta Hawks. And also, as someone who bet Ben Simmons over 13.5 points tonight, like there myself, uh, I, I'm very much liking Simmons actually being aggressive, aggressive yeah. in that third quarter, which we didn't see at all in Game 2 even though it didn't matter because Embiid was so good and Harris had a, had a good game in that one as well. But look, uh, the, the Hawks, uh, with four and a half to go, they're not completely done here, but uh, 14 points with four and a half minutes, this should be a, a Philly cover and a Philly win. Yeah, we'll get you set for game two of this doubleheader here in just a moment. It is a Friday. It's always a good time to be wrapping up the week right here on the nightcap. Let's get this thing uh, really going here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Jeff Parles. I am Tim Murray, and it is a, uh, a glorious day. We got two NBA games and one yet to start, so we have been we have been spoiled this week, Jeff. With a we, we sure have <laughs> with a playoff basketball game uh, each and every night. There was one night where it started at six thirty Pacific, but still we were able to. Uh, to watch every second of Phoenix and Denver back on Wednesday night. And that's what we get again tonight here. Phoenix and Denver, uh, that'll start here just in a moment. But Philadelphia putting the finishing touches here on this Atlanta Hawks team. And Corkmaz uh, just buried a three. 14 points for him, three three-pointers. And now the question and the discussions that will start... Uh, it is a 1-1 series, but I think most people will obviously get to Brooklyn and Milwaukee, which will tip off tomorrow afternoon, Jeff. But the discussions will begin... How do you feel with Philadelphia? Do you like their chances at all against who comes out of that other situation with uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee? Well, I'm going to just assume it's going to be the Nets. Fair assumption. Yesterday's result changes absolutely nothing for me on how I look at that series. And Philly's performance tonight changes nothing on how I look at that Philly Brooklyn impending series in the East final if uh, those teams uh, hold on to their 2-1 series lead, Tim, because it goes back to what we were talking about uh, last night, what we were talking about on Tuesday, mm-hmm. what we've been talking about all week. No one in the league, unless if, either K- unless if a second star gets hurt for Brooklyn, is capable of beating the Nets four out of seven times in a playoff series just because of how good that offense is, Tim. You're not going to hold them to 83 points again. That's a fluke. That's a one-time deal what happened last night. You're probably not going to be able to hold them under 105, 110 most times. And Kevin Durant now is back to being the best offensive player on planet Earth. So even though Brooklyn has a matchup issue against Embiid, who will probably have a humongous series, I still don't think that's going to be anywhere near enough to beat Brooklyn 4 out of 7. So not much changes based off of what I've seen tonight and what I've seen off through most of this postseason so far from the other teams other than Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't disagree. And, uh, you know, Brooklyn, uh, I, I think it is a bet-on spot on Brooklyn tomorrow uh, as they are laying just a point 
Uh, and and that, that, to me, is, is a little bit suspicious. However, you think about that's a four-point swing from what it was just the other four-and-a-half-point swing, considering that game closed four-and-a-half in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now it's a game four. The Milwaukee Bucks just beat Brooklyn, and now Brooklyn's a favorite. So a four-and-a-half-point swing, despite the fact that Brooklyn did lose that game, which indicates to me, and, I, and, and, and thinking back and looking at that game and you know, rewatching some of the highlights, Jeff, and we'll obviously dive more deeper into that game as the show goes on. But I think this is a great spot for Brooklyn uh, to bounce back against Milwaukee uh, with some of just the the unusual aspects of that game. But let's get to the game that's going to start here uh, in just a little bit. Denver is a two-point favorite against the Phoenix Suns, and another suspicious line: two two zero is the series. And uh, the world is betting on Phoenix. People can get a, a juicy money line price here at Circa. You can get plus 120 on the Phoenix Suns. So, of course, of course, Jeff, I have the money line on the Denver Nuggets. You embraced the Obviously. stick. Well done, Obviously. Tim. So, Very last well. night... Last night I took it, uh, Denver minus 118 here at Circus Sports, and uh, now you're looking at minus 130-ish. South Point has the shortest money line price if you like the Denver Nuggets at minus 125. But once again, I think there's going to be a lot of people, I'm almost 100% confident there's a lot of people, (laughs) Jeff, that are grabbing this money line price on the Phoenix Suns, which I totally understand considering how this series has played out how well Chris Paul has played, and you look at last game, and it was just an absolute domination by the Phoenix Suns, winning by 25, 123-98. to Upon further review from what I said last night, where I thought I was going to go in with the Philly-Denver money line parlay, backed mm-hmm. off this morning, because, of, again, small movement on the Denver price, and also, too, it just, just going through those first two games, Tim, Phoenix has been just so much better than Denver has. Yep. And... You're back at home. You're back in elevation. Role players usually play better at home. I acknowledge that, but it's just the 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 talent gap and the and the, the just Phoenix's defensive ability has just shown up through these first two games. And the other thing that you brought up the other night, astutely so, Tim, is that DeAndre Aiden has played Jokic even basically. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, Denver has no chance to win a game in this series. This would be the night, again, if you want to bet Denver, this is the only night to do it. This would be the game that they win if they're going to win a game in this series. And uh, if you're going to bet Jokic props, which he has struggled for the most part in this series, you're getting a little bit of a discount from what was two, two nights ago, Tim. It was 30 and a half two nights ago. It's 28 and a half at DraftKings tonight. You're getting a little bit of a discount in comparison to what you had earlier in the series. This is the night I would consider Jokic uh Totals over. Also, Tim, I do have one prop on this bet. Oh, on here this we game. go. I did take uh, not as good as that 18 and a half at DraftKings. Best number in town I saw was an 18 behind us here at Circa on Michael Porter Jr.'s under. I think that back is a huge issue for him moving forward. And with watching his college, uh, watching his short college career be ended with a back injury, you know how serious that could be if Porter's uh, back starts acting acting up. And he's a young asset that they won't push it if they don't have if they if the back is really acting up. So I'm betting it under uh, with Porter's points at 18. And probably what that will mean is Porter comes out, we'll hit three threes in the first few minutes, and we'll be on the sweat right away. <laughs> um, I don't disagree. I was going to bring that up next with Michael Porter. You know, he played all last game with a heating pad on his back, and anytime he went to pull up for three, Jeff, he just looked a bit 
awkward, a little uncomfortable. He went two of nine from three in that game on Wednesday night. The 25-point loss finished with just 11 points. And, you know, Michael Porter played incredibly well against the Portland Trailblazers, which is just a different monster in the negative way when it comes to their defensive prowess. So I don't disagree whatsoever. And, you know, for me, that means someone else has to step up. Jokic had really big games um, against the Portland Trailblazers, but the mindset so far for Phoenix has been anybody else can beat us. If Austin Rivers wants to beat us, if Paul Millsap wants to beat us, if Will Barton, who just played his first game the other night, wants to beat us, Go for it. We're not going to let Nikola Jokic beat us. And so far, so good. Uh, this has been a uh, a really well-executed, really well-played all around by the Phoenix Suns. What about the assists tonight? Because Chris Paul has been on another level with the way he's been facilitating. 26 assists so far in this series in two games. 15 assists last game. No turnovers. The 26-to-1 turnover ratio. The 53-to-4 turnover ratio in the last five games, which, by the way, happens to be a five-game winning streak. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave him too many turnovers. 53-to-3 turnover (laughs) ratio. For Chris Paul, over-under is set at 9.5 at DraftKings for him on assists tonight. And, you know, at this point, it's a lot of juice to lay. you got to lay minus 155. And maybe you go, if you like, this might be the way to go, and, and we just showed it on vcin.com, Jeff. If you like Chris Paul's over on assists, which is juiced at minus 155, play double-double at plus 100, even money. Because the likelihood of Chris Paul not getting double figures in the scoring column, I think is you know is 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 rather small in my opinion. So if you like Chris Paul to go over assists and and you know, based on the previous two games in this series, why wouldn't you? But if that's a play that you like, don't play don't don't lay the juice of minus one fifty five. Go even juice with the double double prop, which by the way is hit in every game in this series. And you could have got really nice plus money prices as we pointed out. Uh, in those two games. Yeah, look, I have no issue with taking the double-double. Especially, I, that, that juice is kind of crazy, actually, on the over, isn't it? For the oh, assists? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. It's that high. Well, I, mean, I understand. I mean, people have probably been betting it all day, and that's why it's there. But, uh, look, I agree with you. I, I And also, too, Tim, you're at least giving yourself the out if Chris Paul has a big rebound day. Which is not, again, un- true. unlikely, unlikely, but not impossible that Chris Paul could get double-digit rebounds. But, yeah, no, look, I'd have no problem. He's going to get the double-figure points. I mean, he's going to. Right. Right? So, yeah, no, I have, I have no issue with that, with that logic there, Tim. Not at all. I mean, I guess the, to play devil's advocate, he scored double figures in, in both games in this series, 21 and 17. Against the Lakers, now he was a little more banged up, and especially early on in that series, he was really banged up. Yep. But in the last two games of that series, when Devin Booker went out of his mind, he only had nine and eight points respectively, uh, while he had six and twelve assists. But he's he's just looked different. He's 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 looked like the Chris Paul that'll land on the first team All NBA. He's looked like the Chris Paul that received you know MVP votes and and what led him to be a top five MVP uh, in the voting this year. He's looked great. And, I mean, it, it, is, it has been really impressive to watch Chris Paul. Let's get to Devin Booker. 
his, uh, his partner in crime. I don't know who's Batman. I don't know who's Robin. Doesn't matter. Devin Booker had 47 points, Jeff, in the clinching game against the Los Angeles Lakers. He had four 30-point performances against the Los Angeles Lakers. However, so far in this series, they haven't really needed his scoring all that much. 21 in Game 1, 18 in Game 2, both obviously victories for the Phoenix Suns. And tonight, you're looking at another high total because the books aren't going to overreact to Chris Paul having 15 assists last game, and they're not going to overreact to Devin Booker having 21-18 and 18 in his last two games. So at 27.5, juiced evenly both sides, what would you do with Devin Booker? Um, I, I, it would be either a no play. If I played it, I would have to lead with the trend of under because it feels like this Phoenix Suns offense is rolling. But now I'm going to contradict myself and think, well, if this game is close, maybe Devin Booker has to go off like he did against the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know about that last part because if Denver Denver's staying tight, or excuse me, Phoenix staying tight with Denver tonight, there are all sorts of paths for that. Uh, Aiden continues playing mm-hmm. well. Uh, Chris Paul continues what he did in game two, which was just sheer domination uh, in that second half. I don't know if they need a big book night. I don't know if they need that in order to stay in here. Uh, again, the, the path for a Phoenix victory is a lot wider than it is for a Denver victory. The Denver victory is pretty simple. Jokic has to have a huge game. Michael Porter Jr. has to at least be able to play big minutes and give Denver something. And the bench has to just, has someone on the bench has to show up. Like Monte Morris legitimately has made three shots in two games in this series. Been terrible for Denver. You're not feeling the Compasso game tonight. Uh, if there, if there's, if there's a Compasso game tonight, I might just walk off set in the middle of the show, Tim. Hashtag Compasso game. <laughs> so we're having tonight, baby. Whatever, whatever it takes to get the Nuggets home to win this game. But there is a bet that I placed uh, in the futures market, which we will get to later on in the show. That involves the Phoenix Suns. A really interesting price. And I think a prop that you'd like. Okay. Uh, but we'll get to that later on. I think on I know what it is. In the yeah. show, we'll discuss that. But uh, I, I do like the Phoenix Suns quite a bit. We've talked about them all week. We've talked about them for weeks. We like the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they are, you know, massive favorites to win this series. But I think this is just a spot where you expect the Denver Nuggets. Like, not many people anticipated the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks to win last night. And it was a slugfest, and it was ugly, but they got it done. And they needed, you know, 35 points from Chris Middleton and 33 points from Giannis, and the most minutes Giannis has ever played in a in a in a playoff game, or I think ever under Mike Budenholzer. But they got it done. Same thing I think with Denver. This is, you know, Mike Malone calls him out. Yeah, that's right. I called him Mike. Michael Malone calls him out, Jeff, and says, "We quit." How does the team respond to that? Do they respond? I mean, you would think he knows his team. And if he thought his team was soft and couldn't handle that, maybe he wouldn't do that. So maybe this is another situation. You know, remember what we talked about last night with with Milwaukee. Well, we talked about it on on Wednesday night because the game started before we hit the airwaves. We said first quarter, first half. They're going to come out. They're going to punch the bully in the nose. I think Denver can do that too. Um, You know, do they go right? But to your point, someone else needs to step up tonight in addition to Nikola Jokic. Can Jokic take games over? Yeah, we saw it in the clinching game against the Portland Trailblazers, but who's going to be that guy who steps up? Is it Aaron Gordon? Is it, you know, uh, 
Uh, like you said, Monte Morris is it Will Barton. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but someone else needs to step up there. Your boy Campazzo. My my man Campazzo. Hashtag Campazzo game. Uh, three points last game. One for seven from the field. Austin Rivers. Look, Austin Rivers got hot like a flamethrower uh, a little bit too. Tim, I, I didn't put this connection together tonight. Of course, I. Why didn't I put the connection together that Jokic is receiving the MVP trophy tonight? Night. Okay, so bet your Jokic props over right now, but while you still can. MVP night, baby. MVP night for Jokic because he's getting he's getting the trophy. There you go. That's your angle. Non scientific whatsoever. That's the angle now. Get it home. Uh, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and Atlanta Hawks have gone final. A Philadelphia 127 111 victory. So cash that ticket for you, Mr. Parles. Yes, very nice. A little money line uh, uh, action there for you. Didn't even need. You could have laid the points. Could have laid the point in a Obviously, half. No you would have been good with that. Uh, and the total goes well over the 224 and a half. So the Philadelphia 76ers now a stranglehold. Eh, I mean, not stranglehold. Well, but they a, have home court back. They have home court back. Dropped game one. They win tonight. Cruising to a 127-111 victory and uh, balanced scoring. Tobias Harris really—I've uh, been uh, impressed from Tobias Harris uh, this offseason or sorry, this postseason. He's really played well. He's stepped up. 22, 8, and 5 for Tobias Harris. Your prop goes over on Ben Simmons. 18 points for him. Joel Embiid finishes with 27, 9, and 8. That's actually uh, under on both the points and the rebounds for Joel, but goes over the assist prop. So the Philadelphia 76ers, a winner. Nikola Jokic is lifting up some hardware. Hopefully that leads to him scoring a whole lot of points and giving the Denver Nuggets a, a much-needed victory for them and, and for me. I mean, I, be honest, I care more about being than, than the Denver Nuggets. It's a nightcap. <laughs> Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool to the touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Here on the nightcap, Jeff Parles, Tim Murray with you. Game two of the NBA doubleheader is underway with the Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns just uh, getting rolling here. And uh, the hashtag Composo game hasn't really gotten off to uh, the, this great start. But I did mention Austin Rivers. He just hit a three. So uh, I have Denver on the money line. Got it last night, minus 118 after we talked about it on the show. You've got nothing for the game. But you do have a couple props, and one that you uh, didn't mention was you also have uh, some rebounds for Mr. Porter Jr. You are all in on fading Michael Porter Jr. tonight. Yes, uh, yes, the, the Mizzou grad here, me, fading uh, the most prized recruit in Mizzou history who promptly played three games in that one season. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I, myself, our producer Aaron Oster, we were looking at it before the show. Uh, we both took under six and a half rebounds on Porter Jr., who... For a guy who's six foot ten, as uh, he just got one, so that's well. Did they call a foul to wipe it out? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see on that one. But regardless, uh, a, a, we we both took it uh, a pretty significant juice. We had to lay a dollar thirty. Okay. To go under six and a half. But again, we're to me, I'm fading the health of Michael Porter Jr. more than anything tonight. So we'll see how it goes. Good start for Aiden, though. Uh, yeah. The first four for Phoenix as they lead by a point. Another uh, one of those props uh, that we have uh, we have talked about, and they did adjust properly tonight. Though we finally saw 15, fifteen and a half, fifteen and a half populate the market, and he finished with fifteen uh, in game two. Didn't play down the stretch at fifteen and ten under both his points and rebound props. So just underway, four to three is the score. Phoenix and the Nuggets. If you played any Aiden props. Uh, there you go. You've got four points so far. Uh, Austin Rivers has a three, and that is where we stand right now. Phoenix, a four to three lead with 921 to go. Looks like Devin Booker's going to have some free throws here uh, for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, just going final not shortly ago. 
the Philadelphia 76ers, they take a 2-1 series lead over the Atlanta Hawks. Game four down in Atlanta will be on Sunday. 127-111, the Philadelphia 76ers get the win. A, uh, a pretty balanced scoring evening. There was a couple moments, Jeff, in that game if you were a Philly future holder, which I do have some Philly futures to come out of the Eastern Conference um, and to win this series. There was a couple hold-your-breath moments with Joel Embiid going down. Uh, it looks like he stayed in the game, didn't go out, so that was uh, good news there. But a couple of falls that had to make your heart skip a beat if you're a Philadelphia fan or backer. Yeah, there was one early in the fourth quarter when it was a 19-point game that looked especially yeah. like it could have been a problem. But, look, he was able to make it through. Uh, there's a Porter 3 to uh, to at least uh, begin the sweat early on for me. <laughs> but, uh, look, uh, again, for, for the Sixers, and I mentioned it in the first segment. I'm probably going to mention it every single segment that we talk about Philadelphia and Atlanta. And you were not guilty of this. I was not guilty of this because I nearly got to the same level as you. I just didn't bet it because I got scared off because uh, the nature of the beast for me on that one. But a lot of people and a lot of smart people did overreact and were like, oh, after game one, Atlanta's going to win this series. And we saw it in the pricing too, Tim. We saw Philly as low as even money in some spots Mm -hmm. to win the series after game one, which – all right, Atlanta played three great quarters in game one and shot the lights out and then regressed to the mean and was very close to an all-time collapse in the fourth quarter. So, look, hindsight's twenty twenty. I understand that. But the Sixers right now feel totally fine and secure in this series. And, and look, Tim, now it's for them, it's operation. Get this series done in five if possible now. Yeah. Take care of your business in game four. Win the home game in game five. Maybe you get lucky. Milwaukee takes another game off of Brooklyn, and Brooklyn has to look, work a little harder than you would have expected after watching the first three games. And maybe all of a sudden you're the more rested team going into a series against Brooklyn. Well, Devin Booker off to a great start here. He scored seven straight points now for the Phoenix Suns. So uh, his over-under tonight, uh, sitting there 27.5. Remember, as I mentioned in the first segment, 21-18 and 18 in games one and two, but had four 30-plus point performances against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, there were a couple injuries in the baseball world. I want to get to those. I want to, I want to let a little bit of time to breathe on those. So we'll hit those and a little hockey on the other side. Uh, and uh, Darren Banks going to join us, as is uh, Wilbo, a.k.a. Big Balls. My it man. is a Friday. What, I mean, what would be a Friday? We didn't lead off the show with them, so they're coming in a little bit later. So they're still going to be with us as Per the tradition. Where's Mike Palm? I know Derek can't be with us tonight, but where, where, where's Palm? Palm's one drinking performance was one of the most outstanding things we've ever seen like on George the, on Costanza, that. man. This is totally out of nowhere. Uh, by the way, if you had the over Trey Young 27 and a half, there was a late three, about a minute and 15 seconds to go, that got Trey Young to 28 points. So that late three, while it may not have meant anything, to the game total or the spread, it was important to some if you took the over on Trey Young points. There you go, the one treat for Atlanta. A couple injuries that might be a little worrisome for NL East fans. On the other side, it's the nightcap here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, and I think Phoenix is going to absolutely run Denver out of the building tonight. It is 16-8. Michael Porter Jr. just hit a uh, pull-up jumper, but Phoenix is is continuing to play very, very well, and they're 
essentially doing what I said, what they've done the first two games. Anybody else can beat us, just not Nikola Jokic, and they are having no issues, and Denver can't stop them, and it is all Phoenix right now. They lead by 10, and when the next media timeout comes, I'd be very interested to see what the live line is because, you know, once again, this is a Denver pre-flop favorite, Jeff. And right now, everything we're seeing, it's just all Phoenix. Hey, this is this, this is done. This, this, oh, I'm not going to go that far, but it's it's trending very much like game two. And if that's the case, that is uh, adios. See you later, Denver. That's it's very simple. By the way, on the night that he got his MVP trophy, they're just leaving. Porter Porter's going to get his over. Porter's going to Porter's going to go way his... over, and they're going to lose by 25. That's what's going to happen here. By the way, Jokic hasn't scored yet. No, no score, no points, no points yet for Nikola Jokic. I, 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 and if that's going to, obviously, that's not going to hold up. Right. But a bad Jokic night and a night where Denver has to win, and you're, it, it's season, season over. Especially, like, and again, Aiden is having his way with him. It's been a really bad series for Jokic after, obviously, a tremendous series against Portland and leg, a legitimate MVP season. There's his first bucket. Yeah, but, I mean, and and what we've said about, DeAndre Ayton is, at worst, it's been even. Yep. At worst. And you can make an argument that DeAndre Ayton has maybe outplayed Nikola Jokic. But if you're the Phoenix Suns and DeAndre Ayton is on par with the MVP of the league against a team that doesn't have their second-best player in Jamal Murray, you're going to cruise to a series victory because your two best players are Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and then your third best player, maybe, is is uh, DeAndre Ayton, and he's on par with the, with the MVP of the league. So it's a 10-point lead right now for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, my bet, not looking great. The old, uh, it wasn't the zigzag, it was, you know, returning home. Um, obviously, there was some respect in the marketplace because that, that, that money line went up, the spread didn't come down, so we'll see if someone for Denver can step up here uh, for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Darren Banks and Big Balls will join us in studio here in less than 10 minutes. Um, By the way, uh, on Banksy and, and Big Balls, the handicap for who finishes first has to be different because it's a shorter segment. That's true. It's a shorter segment. Uh, now there are questions. There's no Derek to, uh, to take those questions. So, yeah, it's at, you know, the Tim Murray Sportsbook is going to have to really handicap. Think about <laughs> think about how we're going to think about how we're going to ha- uh, handle this could, one. Could, could be a big night for Murray Incorporated. Um, a couple baseball injuries, and we'll start with uh, a gentleman that uh, is having a, a decent season. Ooh, pretty good. Um, that would be Jacob Degrom, and I mentioned there was some people in Philadelphia and people who have uh, Philadelphia bets in the futures market that were holding their breath tonight because of some falls that. Joel Embiid took. Well, how about the fact that Jacob deGrom left tonight's game after just 80 pitches. By the way, still struck out 10 and gave up no runs and hit, had one hit. He's got a .56 ERA. That's decent. Uh, also had a couple RBIs. So just doing everything. But what is the latest for Jacob deGrom? Yeah, so 80 pitches, 6 innings, shutout, 10 strikeouts, ho-hum. Throwing two runs also is hitting over 400 on the year. Pretty good all the way around for DeGrom. Did leave tonight with right flexor tendonitis. The English for that is 
sore finger tendons. Okay. Which could be important, obviously, for a pitcher there, Tim. Uh, DeGrom did have his press conference after the game. So uh, DeGrom said uh, he'd been feeling it in between his starts, uh, back-to-back starts against the Padres. Here's a quote. I'm not too concerned about it. I've had a couple of issues before, and I know what it feels like. So my level of concern is not too high. So DeGrom himself thinking he's all right. uh, Well, probably based off of that, the hope would be, all right, maybe he misses a start and is back on back on the horse in a little less than 10 days. So, uh, again, the, uh, the the Mets in control in the East. Max Scherzer also left his start tonight for the Nats. He's day-to-day with, with a tight groin, which uh, that obviously can linger as well. But, again, uh, I know we were planning on talking about possibly betting DeGrom as the MVP mm-hmm. after tonight. And I was, even though it would have been a bad number, I was fully ready to do it. It's plus 650 right now at DraftKings. He's plus 550 at a lot of shops here in, in town. Other than Tatis Jr., I don't know who else has a legitimate argument at this point. Maybe Chris Bryant if, if, if the Cubs somehow win the, the division, but I, DeGrom, to me, would be the bet at the moment, uh, assuming he's not out an extended period of time. Um, it was Blake Snell against Jacob DeGrom tonight. Yes. At City Field. The first five under... At one spot in town was two and a half. It did get to two and a half. William Interesting. Hill. William Hill had it at two and a half, juice to the over, minus one thirty-five. And if you took the under, you were feeling pretty good. It was scoreless heading into the bottom of the fifth, Jeff. And Jacob DeGrom hits a two-run single to push it over if you had the two-and-a-half. Most spots in town were a three-juice to the under at minus 115 or minus 120, whatever it was, uh, depending on where you looked. But how about that? It was, it was scoreless <laughs> heading into the bottom. Jacob DeGrom did his, did his work, and I think, I want to say... First five unders with Degrom starts or something like they're, eight or nine. I, I mean, they're, 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 I think there's one over, and that was it. Uh, but look, Tim, it's that's one of those where if you took it under two and a half instead of an under three, you got what you deserved on that one. I, I don't feel bad for people who Man. took a bad Ruthless. number on two and a half. I, I, I hate look, Ruthless. bet the right number, Tim. There's plenty of outs here in town, plenty of outs across the country. Bet the right number. I just want to point out something. <laughs> That Aaron Oster just got in my ear and said, Jacob DeGrom has five RBIs. Yes. He has allowed four earned runs. <laughs> Pretty good, right? What are we doing? <laughs> what? Is this Little League? Insane. Uh, Phoenix is up by a lot, too. Big Balls and Banksy in the studio next right here on the Nightcap. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back into the Indeed.com studio. Hiring, start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. You know, it's Friday. we got to loosen it up. Got to unbutton here. Banksy's in the house. And Wilbo. I don't ever call you that. It's big balls. Uh, the boys are here. It is a Friday, so we're feeling good. We got our, we got our tequila and soda and our gin and tonic over there. And uh, we're ready to go. Um, Banksy. Colorado, bye bye. Did you say? I mean, you you and I, I'm not. This isn't me throwing shade. Everybody believed the Avalanche would win this series and probably win the Stanley Cup. What did the Knights do after a really devastating Game Two loss in overtime, where I thought they outplayed them? How did they turn this series around? Well, they only outplayed them this, that second and third period, and they, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, they hit two posts." I'm like, "Well." Shot at the post is not a shot on net. So who cares you hit the post? Um, they they nullified their big players. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, your McKinnons, he, I mean, I don't think he had any points until the last game. Um, 
he didn't do anything, you know. So, and they checked that line, and they I think last night they had 36 block shots, and they're all in the slot. So they're tightening up the middle. If you're not scoring from outside, you're not scoring. And Fleury's playing the Fleury that we hoped. You know, he's playing unbelievable. When you look at this next series, it is, I, I believe, uh, Todd Dewey pointed this out in the LVRJ. It is the biggest spread we've seen in a semifinal since 1990. And they're the price. The Golden Knights are minus 455. What does does Montreal stand a chance? If so, what can they do? I mean, they're eight and one this postseason so far. Yeah, <laughs> they they don't really stand a chance. But Vegas Knights cannot think like that. Yeah, you know they've got to go in there and pretend they're just another team that they have to play against that they need to beat, and don't go in there too overconfident. I mean, you know they're not playing against Peewees. They're still a professional hockey team with some really good players on there that we need to stop, especially all those little guys that they have, Suzuki and Gallagher. Uh, they need to stop those guys, you know, and hit them, and then hit their D. Their D is a little bit older, and I don't even know right now the word out on Petrie if he's even playing. So that's a big, big, big puzzle of their piece there that they need. And then Carey Price, he's playing great, you know. So don't be overconfident, but if you look at the talent and look on paper, we're definitely better than them, but don't look beyond this. Let's play one game at a time. Big balls, what was last night like at Stadium Swim? Uh, last night was great. I, I actually had the pleasure of going to the game as well. You went to the game? I was oh. at the game, yeah. I got, got to have a nice little uh, suite viewing area. Were, from, you with, uh, were, you, were you keeping an eye on him, making sure he stayed out of trouble? Well, I came up at the second and third and couldn't find him, but I also noticed That's there was no true. more beer, so right. I knew Wilbo had been up there for a bit. I would say, I would say Big Balls was about like minus three and a half in drinks versus you last night. Would you say that's a fair price? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And who won? I would say Big Balls probably still won. Yeah, yeah, you had a good time. I mean, yeah, it, was, hey, you know, it, was, it looked like it was a great scene last night. It was incredible. Uh, you know, it, it's been a, it's been a minute since I got to go to one of those uh, games at T-Mobile. In the atmosphere, I, you know, I'm a diehard Detroit Red Wing, you know, fan. I remember growing up going to all those playoff games at the Joe uh, Joe Serena. But you know, it's the atmosphere in that uh, stadium in that in that arena is really unmatched when it comes to you know playoff hockey and just in general. So I was uh, very happy to be there. I know Stadium so much rocking as well. Oh, yeah. And we're looking forward to rocking uh, this upcoming uh, week when we're having our watch parties and our viewing parties up there. For, so, uh, real quickly, so um, I know Jeff wants to jump in here, but so Monday, Wednesday are home games for the Golden Knights. So, Friday night when they're in Montreal, 5 o'clock, is that going to be an official watch party? How does that? How does that play out? Well, you call it official watch party when, you know, it's kind of sponsored by right. Vegas Golden Knights themselves. Yeah. But in terms of the game audio, we will have game audio on on Monday and Wednesday. Okay, cool. For sure. No awesome. question about that. Friday, it's a little more of a game time decision. <laughs> you know, we Fridays to, are important. Yeah, it's something that, I, that uh, myself and our director have to uh, gauge and uh, gauge the atmosphere and the vibe of Stadium Swim before we decide if we're going to go with it. Uh, definitely already leaning towards game audio, I would say. But it's an I, earlier game, which is probably good for you guys, right? right it's great in terms of business. You know, people want yeah. to come out and watch Five it, o'clock you know? uh, right. game. You know, we're open until 11 p.m., so just getting those late, you know, pushes, you know, the late arrivals for reservations, all that stuff, it's great. Uh, can't commit to anything in terms of what we're going to have in terms of game <laughs> audio, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's to be uh, seen. So we're looking forward to it, though. Banksy, the other side of the bracket, uh, your Bruins fall out to the Islanders. Really just three straight impressive performances, four, five, and six for the Isles. 
to knock out the Bruins. Lightning handle Carolina pretty easily. How do you see this upcoming series uh, going? Of course, these teams met in the conference final a year ago. It should be interesting. Uh, Islanders goaltender is playing really well. Yes, Varlamov, yep. And and so is Lightning, but the Islanders play such good defense. You know, I, I mean, obviously I lean towards Tampa Bay. And, I mean, Tim's asked me before, who do I think is going to win it all? And I said Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, but now with Vegas being in there, you know, I'm obviously I'm going to homer now, so <laughs> I got to lean more towards Vegas. But the Islanders, Tampa Bay series, I see that series either going six or seven games, and then the Vegas, I see it going four or five. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just hard to envision. And, and and look, Montreal deserves all the credit. You know, here they are, but it, it's hard to envision, especially the way VGK played to close out that series. And and last night, too, I mean, you guys were both there. Um, goal, what, 30 seconds into the game for Colorado? And I, I think the, the the ability from Vegas to to take the punches from Colorado, right? They were down 2 nothing going into the third period uh, a couple games ago, score two goals, force overtime, get the win. This team just, I know it's cliche to say, but the resolve of this team is really impressive. They're, they're like a team of destiny right now. They're, they're destined to get there. I mean, I know Mr. Foley, you know, he promised to be in the Stanley Cup Finals, win it all in six years. And then he gets to the Stanley Cup Finals the first year. And I'm like running around here going, people, if you don't know anything about hockey, that doesn't happen. I mean, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've been 54 years since they won it last. So uh, getting to the finals is huge. But uh, we're, we're, we're kind of running the right road and they're Throwing guys in and out, which is really cool to see on the third and fourth lines. You're seeing different guys coming to the lineup and not, you know, they're not missing a beat. You know, Patrick Brown's come in. He scores a couple goals now. He's played unbelievable. You know, you, here comes Reeves. He comes out there, and the other teams have got to worry about him being out there, being physical. So, um, all the lines, everyone's playing well, and Flurry's being Flurry, the goalie that we expect out of him for a thirty some odd whatever he is. Goaltender still playing in the NHL. Big balls. You've played. You laced him up in your day. I did. Who's, yep. who's winning the Stanley Cup? Well, I uh, at this point, I, I think it's definitely going to be Tampa Bay versus Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what the league wants. And, yeah, I think. Well, just yeah. Nassau Coliseum. Banksy, you played there, right? In Tampa? No, no, Nassau Coliseum. You oh, played yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I played all the old buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe, by the way, think about this. When you were playing, did you ever think, because let's be real, I mean, you know, my, my folks, my, my mom graduated inside Nassau Coliseum and like, I don't think she'd like to see here the years that I say, but late 60s, early 70s. That's so. when Banksy graduated, Exactly. Too. But you were playing <laughs> You were playing inside that barn, and here it is, still alive. Now, it's the last year there, but we're going to have playoff games inside Nassau Coliseum in 2021. It's awesome. It is kind of cool. It, it's absolutely awesome. I mean, they don't want to play in Brooklyn anymore. No. You know, and now they're finally getting, they're building their rink, but... Uh, you know, I talked to the assistant coach today, who's a good buddy of mine, and he's like, if we make it to the finals and we're playing you guys, you got to get out here. Oh, yeah. And oh, I yes. said, yes. I'm coming. I'm like, you get me a ticket to the game, and I will get there for the game somehow. And um, I have to sit on the glass because if he knows the rules, that's what happens. Banksy sits on the glass, we don't <laughs> lose. So, I mean. By the way, I just got a text, uh, and I'm sending – can you, can you read what that says right there, Jeff? 
Yes, uh, that is uh, that is big balls minus three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Derek just texted us out of town. He said, big balls with the easy victory tonight. I know it's tough because I wanted to talk hockey with Banksy. It was an unfair advantage. That's why we set up the price. I'll be completely honest. So I think I've talked more on this show tonight than I have in the past <laughs> several shows. So, look, there's, there, You're it's multitasking okay. today. It's okay. I, oh, I, I wanted to win tonight. I missed last week. You were determined. Yeah, you were busy last week. Uh, We appreciate you coming in. You you look in your festive Friday gear, which we always appreciate. This is is the (laughs) Heeson shirt. This is it right here. Banksy's like, all right, now I gotta, I Man, gotta pick gotta up the pick. Up. <laughs> no, no, Banksy's giving us great insight on the on the game, and I, yeah, I, it, that, that's my. All right, so if it's if it's Tampa and VGK, you going down to Tampa? You got your speedo oh. ironed, ready to go? Oh yeah, I'm going. <laughs> There's no, no doubt that I'm no. not going. I'm going to a finals game, no matter where. I did it two years ago. You come to my town? I went to Washington. Well, you didn't know me then, and I, I was I was right in me. there. I had an Nice seat in the uh, first row, like the first balcony part thing there. Not the glass, um, though? No, no, no glass. No glass. And then, again, I don't wear team jerseys, team shirts, nothing. <laughs> I go in there in Banksy attire. Like this? No, no. Just flat. Yeah. They're usually flashy shirts. Real flashy shirts. How many but- something to catch the camera with. Big yeah. balls. How many buttons down? By the way, speaking of catching the camera, how about the NBC cameras catching you? <laughs> how about that? Darren Banks sitting on the glass. We're we, calling you out there. We two hours like this. We had a couple of Metro officers uh, actually uh, mentioned that uh, he uh, they saw him on uh, <laughs> on air too. So I, I, I'm really upset that you actually kind of were you know blowing him up a little more than we need to. <laughs> And then Eddie Olchuk on that, I think it was the same broadcast that he mentioned the total in it as well. He's like, well, that one, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but he dropped a, a reference to the total going over late in that game. So it had all things combined. You were hanging out with them, taking pictures with the broadcast team. Well, you know, I, you know, I, play, I played against Eddie, so I knew I, I know Eddie. I've met Ken Albert a few times. I played against Brian Boucher, so. We got 20 seconds. You gave us, NBA, you, you gave us an AD. You were like, under everything on AD. 10-second NBA analysis. <laughs> what do you got? Who's winning it? I like Phoenix. Me too. Phoenix too. Dan, I like the 76ers too. Aiden's been playing really well. 40 to 34. We'll get you updated on everything you, you need to know. Cash the big balls. Minus 300 ticket. Easy winner on a Friday night. It's the nightcap here on Peace. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 